This is a Soulfire production. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I hope everybody had a phenomenal week. I am coming at you today with another solo episode. I'm excited to connect with you guys at least once a month one-on-one so I can share my thoughts and really what's coming through me and you and I can start to get to know each other better. So happy Tuesday. Today you get me. (laughs) Yay. Um, Today I thought I would talk about how to stay in flow, how to keep the tap on overflow because 2020 has been a challenging year, challenging year in a lot of ways for a lot of people. And while some people may have found it a breeze, others have found it one of the most difficult years of their life. And one thing I have found for myself and witnessing all my friends who have been on all different ends of the spectrum, people that have, you know, witnessed and been very close to death in the family, loved ones, best friends, loss of careers, you know, so much unemployment to people that are winning and having one of the greatest seasons of their entire life and people having brand new babies. So there's the spectrum going on right now. And I really honor that everybody's on their own journey in 2020. Um, For myself, I have found that fun, joy, and definitely staying in flow has been a choice. It's always been a choice, but particularly it's been a choice this year to be happy, to stay happy, to stay above the noise, to stay in flow, to stay aligned, to stay forward thinking, to stay creative, to keep the tap on overflow. It's had, it, it, it had to be a choice. It had to be a choice at the beginning of the year. We're going to go left or we're going to go right. And I want to acknowledge all of you that, well, I want to acknowledge you first for where you're at because we can't move anywhere until we acknowledge where we're at. So wherever you are is perfect. It's exactly where you're supposed to be. And I really do want to acknowledge those of you that are choosing to go right, no matter how challenging the season is. Some of you um, that have been very, very close to me have had some of the hardest seasons, like I said, and I've witnessed you choose joy, choose happiness, choose life when everything else said not to. So I just really want to take a minute to honor you and acknowledge you for making that choice. So I wanted to to share five quick tips this week on how to stay in flow, how I stay in flow. There's many tricks, tips that I do to stay happy, to keep my tap on overflow. But these are five that I came up with really quick this morning that I wanted to share with you. And hopefully they're helpful. So Number one is releasing the grip and the fight. Sometimes it's hard to understand and acknowledge and recognize that we're the ones blocking ourselves. See, we are always loved, supported, and adored by something greater than us, right? It's us who blocks it. It's us who chooses otherwise. It's us who puts two hands up and said it's too much, not right now and us who chooses to isolate. So the first step 
is to release that grip and that fight and that resistance, period. We can take a deep breath and we can lean back. That's one of my favorite things to do is just to tell myself to lean back because that gives me a different posture. So why don't we all try that? Why don't we try taking one or two deep breaths together? One more. And just notice where are you breathing from? Are you getting a full deep belly breath? Are you just breathing from your chest? Just notice. A lot of times I breathe from like my chest up and I'm like, okay, Laura, you need to slow down and you need to breathe deeper, right? And now let's try leaning back. So literally change your position in your chair and just lean back. Now let's try this. Close your palms as tight as you can, like you're gripping, like you're fighting, like you're trying, like you're pushing, like it's all up to you. And then open those palms one more time. Grip, grip, grip those palms. And now open those palms. Okay, so now that we have a deep breath deep breath flowing through us. We're leaned back and we have open palms. We've changed our posture to a relaxed intensity, to a more gentle, attractive, reciprocal approach where we can both receive and create. That's co-creation, right? We get to remember that we are the ones fighting. It's not supposed to be so hard. We make it harder than it is. So how can you, how can I, how can we release the grip on life in 2020? Because clearly things are wild. We have no idea what's happening next at this point. Nothing can surprise me at this point. I'm sure you guys too. Nothing can surprise me. So why don't we release the grip and allow ourselves to flow with what is And I'm not saying be in reaction to everything, but rather be in a conscious response and a co-creation position. So I can be tapped in to something greater. So I know that I'm not doing this alone. And I can be in a position to powerfully respond versus react. So what are some ways that we fight ourselves? How can we like have some touch points to know when things are out of alignment or when I'm fighting versus releasing the grip and I'm being led versus leading. What are some of those touch points? So number one, when we're looking outside of ourselves for answers. So when you find yourself grasping, looking, seeking, asking, a lot of times that shows that we're out of alignment, right? That we're not trusting that we know and we're not taking the time to listen. The second way, how we can look to see if we're fighting against ourselves is when we care deeply what other people think. When I'm worried about what my family's going to think, what the neighbors are going to think, what strangers are going to think, when I am living inside of the opinions and judgments and projections of other people onto me, that's going to have me live out of alignment. 
because every single person is going to have their opinion. Every single person is going to have their judgment and it's coming through their own filter. So they don't know what's best for me, right? So I cannot live inside of somebody else's world. I have to live inside of my world and you, only you know what's best for you. So notice, when are you seeking outside of yourself for approval? That's a really great sign. Another way we fight against ourselves. We try to fit inside of someone else's mold of what we should be doing. Whenever you hear the word, the word should, ugh, you can just go, ugh, ugh. No, everything is a could, everything is a consideration, right? You shouldn't be doing anything. We are flexible human beings here living day to day. And what we enjoy shifts. There is no box that any single person here is to do. No one must do anything. No one should do anything right? You and only you know what's best for you. So notice where inside of your mind are you hearing this word? Should. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. That is not your higher self, right? Your higher self whispers and it's the kind voice guiding you. It's the voice that always knows. It's not a whip and it's not a demanding voice. What's another way we fight ourselves or we can, we, it, a, a way to know if we're out of alignment is when we try to look good or perfect. I know I got so many overachievers on the line, tons of ex-athletes listening to this. And listen, we've spent a lot of our lives on stages, right? And you know, with tons of fans watching us. So we, we want to be great. And that's amazing. That's what makes us great and who we are. However, the come from is what's important. Am I trying to look good or people please or be perfect so everybody loves me and approves of me? Because what really matters is that you approve of you, that I approve of me. So where are you trying to look perfect, and have it all together because every single person on this line is a human being and not, and nobody has it all together. And notice where you put people on pedestals and make, make, your, make idols out of people, specifically in this era of social media. Like where are you putting somebody on a pedestal and, and dehumanizing them, right? And making them someone greater than they are. Every single person is a human being. Every single person takes shit, right? So you get to be perfectly imperfect as well. And that's exactly what every single person is going to love about you. So allow yourself to simply be you. Where are you trying to prove your worthiness? That's another way we fight against ourselves. If I'm trying to prove, if I'm trying to do this by myself to show you that I am worthy of this thing, then it's not coming from a greater place, right? So how can I be led and allow something bigger to take the wheel and I can follow that voice and honor that voice versus proving to you that I did something? It's a lot harder way to live. 
So how else do we release the grip fight? How do we know when we're fighting ourselves or we're out of alignment? Another way is when we're buying into the noise and the voices of other people outside of ourselves. So the chatter is loud right now. The news is loud. The world is loud. There's so much going on socially, politically. There's a lot of chatter out there, right? How are you committed to staying grounded and centered so you can hear your own voice? When we buy into the noise and chatter of others, everything feels anxious. Everything feels like I can't hear. Everything feels overwhelming. So let's take a deep breath and let's notice the chatter and let's get silent and still. One of my favorite ways to do that is to get into nature. And it's hard in the concrete jungle here in Chicago. It's hard to get into nature, but that's one of the fastest ways for me to release the noise and just lay, lay in nature. Another thing to notice inside of understanding when we're fighting, right, is the addiction that we can have to the fight, to suffering. See, our bodies work. Humans are, we make this thing so hard, right? But we do get addicted to certain ways of being. That's why they say it takes 21 to 30 days to create a habit because our bodies can actually shift into a new way of being, a new habit. So we can get addicted to a certain level of fighting, gripping, and suffering that our bodies and our minds and our nervous system have been used to for so long, maybe lifetimes. And maybe this is the lifetime we're here to change our way of doing things and allow more grace, allow more ease, allow more flow. So just notice how good you allow things to get. Notice your thermometer of goodness. Do you only let yourself get to 20 degrees, 30 degrees, 40 degrees, 50 degrees, or do you let yourself get hot, hot and let it get good, good? Because sometimes we get addicted to a certain level of suffering and we feel we have to stay there to fit in. And it keeps us in the fight. So where can we allow it to just be good and get better. Something to notice. So number one, releasing the grip, the fight. Number two, ways to stay in flow is to stay in our lane. We have heard this a million times that comparison is the thief of all joy. You know, I hear so many people talking about other people's lives on social media and this, that, or the other. Listen, we already know, you guys, that this is the highlight reel of highlight reels, okay? Not everybody can show you every honest moment of their life. So stop buying into the perfection that people put on their social platforms and out there. Every single person is a human being, and you are here to live your life, You know, a lot of times like I'll be speaking or I'll be talking. Obviously, this was a 2019 thing, 2018, 2019 thing. And people will say, Laura, I just want to be more like you. And I'll be like, no, you just want to be more like you. 
You just want to be more like you. Your job is to become the best version of yourself, which is beautiful and brilliant and something that I could never be because I'm not you and you're not me. So what does the best version, the highest, most beautiful expression of you look like? That's who you're here to become. And you can only do that if you stay in your lane. See, your lane is where all the creativity is. Your lane is where all the juices flow. Your lane is where it looks and it feels like you and it's easy and it's fun and it's free and it's like, oh yeah, that's Laura. Oh yeah, that's you, right? And people just know it because it has your brand on it. That's what P. Scott and I, if you guys listen to the the episode last week, he talked a lot about how he didn't become a really well-known artist until he stopped looking outside of himself and he went in. And that's when his art form was born because it was already inside of him, his style, his way. So let me talk to all the entrepreneurs about out there. It's not meant to be one way. Your way is your way and you're allowed to do it like that. Make it you. Put your stamp on it. Make it fun. Make, enjoy the process because what's the point if you're not enjoying it? And we can't do that by looking right and left and comparing and shifting to be like this person or that person or this is working or I should do this. No, get the basic fundamentals down and make sure it has your soul's blueprint on it. Okay? Stop looking right and left. You're going to get injured and stay in your lane. Okay. Number three, how do we stay in flow? Learning to listen. So we touched on this in number one, as that's a huge part of releasing the fight. But how do we learn to listen? Listening is simple. See, listening and our knowing is always there. The hard part is trusting the knowing and taking action on the knowing. So that's where the daily consistent practice with listening, trusting, and taking action takes place. It's a daily consistent action. How do I quiet my mind? How do I get still? How do I listen? Whether that's freeform writing, all of you guys can do this daily practice. I love freeform writing can take out a blank sheet of paper when you wake up, you can have your morning coffee, your morning tea, your morning smoothie. You can sit there, cup of water and breathe, get silent. And then you can just go on a sheet of paper and just write, get anything out that has to come out. It can make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. Just let your hand go until it stops. Let it go, 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 let it go. If you want to, you can set a timer for two minutes. You can set a timer for five minutes until you feel that release, right? And you're just getting out the noise. You're getting out the junk. Then you can pull out another sheet of paper and you can actually maybe have something come through that's not as chaotic. So that's a good practice. Another practice uh, that my friend Monica Zanz taught me is mind dumping. So similar, just taking everything out of your mind and putting it on a piece of paper, everything that you need to do that day, just list, list, list that week, list, 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 list. And then you can put it in order of importance. So you don't have so much going on 
so much clutter in your space and you can get centered and you can get here, you can get present and you can make choices from there. That's how we can learn how to listen and we can take action on our knowing and we can live in alignment. Boom. Okay. Number four, how do we stay in flow? Choose joy. We get to choose joy. And I know it can be so hard with so much suffering going on in the world. It's definitely hard for me, somebody as empathetic as I am, because there's a lot of chaos going on socially, politically, just there's so much going on in our world right now. And it feels like a crazy place to live. And if we don't learn to choose joy and stay above it, we can get caught in the chaos. We can get caught in the sadness. We can get caught in the suffering, suffering, and nobody can help anybody if they're inside of the pain with them. One of my friends, Tiffany Louise, on one of our episodes together here on Activate, she said, Laura, think about it like this. If somebody is in a hole, right, and they fell down in a well, and they're like, help me, help me, help me, you're not going to jump down in the well with them, right? You're going to maybe put down a rope, put down a ladder. You're going to actually provide them support from outside of the hole, from the light. And that's what we need to remember. That's what we get to remember, that being in suffering actually helps nobody. We get to stay in the light and reach out a hand to support people. So I studied over at University of Santa Monica, and one of the principles that um, our teachers, Ron and Mary, teach are the difference between sympathy, empathy, and infinite compassion. And this was one of my biggest breakthroughs, many breakthroughs that I can share, but sympathy is ego. Sympathy is, I feel bad for you, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to take this for you. Empathy is, I feel for you, I understand you. And you're still inside of the emotion with them and you're going to empower them to change. Now, infinite compassion is even higher. Infinite compassion is where we all get to strive to be at. Infinite compassion is saying, I hear you, I feel you, I understand you, and I'm going to hold the loving space because I know you have everything inside of you, everything inside of you to shift. So I am going to stand as that loving space for you to do so. So this is something that I get to remind myself all the time as sensitive and as empathetic as I am, especially in a city like Chicago, where sometimes, honestly, it feels like a war zone to say, Laura, you get to hold, you get to be infinite compassion. Everything, Everybody has everything inside of them to make a better choice, right? And you get to be the example of living in light and living in joy. And yes, it is a choice. As crazy as that sounds, it is a choice to be happy. So how can we choose to be happy this week? What makes you happy? What did you love to do when you were a little kid? Some little things that I like to pull out if I ever feel stuck or I want to learn, I want to just get more present, I'll paint. I'll pull out a big canvas. I think I shared on my episode last week with Peace God, I started painting again. And another thing that I do is I love to dance. I loved making music videos, Spice Girls, when I was little. I was Scary Spice. Yes. People be like, are you sporty? No, I was scary spice. Okay. So what do I do? I will pull out a TikTok. I know it's for the 11 year olds. I know Trump's going to ban it. Listen, I understand that the Chinese have all my information clear. TikTok is so fun. It taps me into my seven year old. 
I get to be a little girl. I get to be joyful. I get to be free for just five minutes. I get to dance with my little neighbor. What's another thing that I love to do to choose joy? Just get on the road and go somewhere. Let's go hit up a cabin in Michigan. Let's go hit up a rooftop restaurant, obviously with the mask being safe. Yes. Let's go on a bike ride. Tons of bike riding. The amount of bike riding that I've done is crazy. Let's go find a patch of grass. Let's go get in nature. Anything to tap me into joy. Joy is a choice and every single person on this line can choose it. As hard as it gets, you can choose it. So how can you choose more joy this week? What did you love to do when you were a little kid? I really encourage you and challenge you to do some of that this week. Joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. What can we be grateful for? This is a quote by Marianne Williamson. Joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. As crazy as it may be, you guys, the world has never been a safer place to be in. I know that's hard to understand. Because there's just so much media, there's so much coverage, we're getting so much noise inundated to us. But it's actually a great place to be. So how can we have gratitude for the things that we have? As little as they are. Our family, our health, our friendships. What are you grateful for? Okay, last but not least, number five. How do we stay in flow and keep the tap on overflow? Number five, cultivating a nurturing environment. This is both inside ourselves and outside of ourselves. So inside of ourselves, we got to silence the noise. We got to get centered. Daily prayer, daily spiritual practice, whatever that is for you. And outside of ourselves, that's our environment. That's our home, right? As small, as simple as it is, we can make that feel incredible. How can you make your little nest? One of my team members, Khalil, he always, he calls me bird because he knows I make nests wherever I am, right? As simple as it is, as grand as it is, make your place a place that you love to go to. It could just be a reading corner. It could be a little meditation corner. Where can you upgrade your environment? I always say like how your bedroom is, waking up and making your bed every single day, making sure your closet's in order, making sure your car is cleaned. It's a reflection of us, Right? So where can we nurture our environment internally and externally more this week? And our tribe, who we surround ourselves with matters. So find your high vibe tribe. I don't care who they are. They are out there. Reach out to them. DM them. Ask friends of friends. Who are your friends? Ask this person who they know. Find your people. Slide in their DMs. You get to find your high vibe tribe. It matters. When light connects with light, great things happen. They are out there. And if you don't have a high vibe tribe, you're absolutely welcome to message me and be a part of everything we got going on. We got tons of stuff going on. So would love to support you with that. Okay. So five ways to stay in flow and keep the tap on overflow. Number one, release the grip, the fight understand that we're the ones blocking ourselves. Number two, stay in our lane. Comparison is the thief of all joy. Number three, learning to listen and take action on our knowing. Number four, choose joy. And number five, cultivate a nurturing environment. Remember to stay aligned, centered, and honest. That's how we answer the call. Appreciate you guys, as always. Thank you so much for your love and support. If you guys are really liking this podcast, please subscribe and write a review. I'm learning more and more that it really helps us to growing our listeners, to to, for me to reach out to people, to have them on this podcast. So I really, really 
appreciate your support. And I feel like we're getting to know each other more. So DM me with suggestions for solos, for people that you want me to have on this podcast. I want to serve you. We're in this together. This is our community that we're cultivating and creating together. I want to shout out, I shouted her out a few podcasts ago, but I want to shout out again my friend Kelly Tennant, who is the founder and CEO of Soulfire Productions, who is the host of this Activate podcast. I know all of my listeners are always looking for more tools, more tools in their tool belts to live more aligned, authentic lives. That's why you're listening to this podcast, Activate. So the reason why I love Kelly's podcast, because she also has her own podcast called The Kelly Show, is because... It is about as real, honest, vulnerable, and authentic as it gets. Kelly keeps it 100. Yes, 100. (laughs) She is sharing what she's going through, and she's gone through a lot, you guys. She's shifted careers. She's gone through a lot of life transitions, and she shares the tools that she's used to become new, the tools that she's used to navigate her path. So she's always in it with you and sharing exactly what's working for her to get to the other side. So I know some of you guys are on your personal growth journey, you're entrepreneurs, so she's in it. She's in it. She's always learning. She's always cultivating. She's always creating new tools, and she's sharing from such an honest, vulnerable space, which is not easy to do, but it gives us all access to sharing from that place ourselves. So go over, subscribe to The Kelly Show, like, comment, listen. Let me know what your favorite show is. I'm on there a few times with her. And as always, have an amazing week. Stay activated and reach out to me. Love you guys. See you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this episode and DM us. We'd love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at lauraeholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.